Welcome to season 2 of the Let's Talk Tech Up podcast. I am Rachna Nakra, the deputy editor at Beautiful Homes magazine and your podcast host this season. Our guest today is Devika Narain. She is one of India's most sought-after wedding designers, an interior decor lover and collector of beautiful things for the home. She has designed weddings of every scale you can imagine, ranging from the big fat Indian celebrity weddings to home affairs that she coordinated on Zoom in the pandemic. Now, as we enter the busiest months of the year, full of celebration and festivities, we decided it would be the best time to speak to her about the secrets to being the host with the most memorable parties. And as a pro party thrower, she tells us a lot of it is about getting the details right. So listen in on this conversation where Devika dishes out some fantastic ideas on decor, food, games, and everything else you need to plan for before sending out the invitations. Hi Devika, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Rachna for having me. Well, I believe you've just gotten off some flight and quickly made it to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. And I want to ask you at what stage of wedding season madness are you at right now? Never ending one. it's an endless continuing wedding season that i'm honestly not complaining about uh, but you can see the toll it's taking on me physically and mentally <laughs> yeah i i can understand but also you got like great rest for the last two years right of lockdowns that's true that's like like i said i'm not complaining i want to be busy yes yeah but that's <laughs> the point i mean we love although we love the big weddings and the big parties i think somewhere after lockdown we realized that we like being at home more maybe and so now i've noticed that uh, when it comes to hosting events or birthday parties or even like a weekend out i think when people are planning things being at home and having a party at home is like a legitimate option you know so i think that's changed the game a little bit and even with uh, the in- small intimate weddings that happened because of the lockdowns that trend seemed to continue uh with the biggest wedding of the year <laughs> alia and ranbir also hosting their big day at home i feel like uh, i've been seeing a lot more of these things so do you think there is like a certain advantage to that to be able to host events at home i think you can maybe uh, personalize uh things you know down to the last detail what do you think about this i think firstly it's a lot more comfortable to host at home uh there's a there's a ease to having people at home having people uh, there's no rush you can control so many variables for example going to a restaurant you're stuck with the music volume you have to have other people you can't um you're either it, it's also faster when you're outside your whole evening of entertaining at home it's fine for lunch to become chai in the evening to become a late evening to saying listen you might as well stay for dinner also or for a dinner to become a sleepover an after party and i think that's the greatest advantage of being at home is is a the luxury of time that it offers you and the comfort it brings with it because uh we do that a lot in weddings where we say a party has to evolve into different things when you have people over for a long time i think a home space or a personal space offers that um the other bit about personalization of course a i think the greatest thing that's happened in the last 2 years is that we've all become extremely house proud we've all i know everyone has altered their homes for some reason or the other uh we've all made space we've all found our own comfort within our own homes um from a population that was happy to run out of home we now sort of crave coming back to home or want coming 
want to come back home and thereby uh, we want to entertain at home we want to show off what we've done at our home we want people to come and enjoy our homes as well um so i think that's a beautiful aspect to it and of course like you said there's so much scope to personalize an experience to move things around to sort of um calling a chef home uh, to calling people who do decor for you at home also or just doing something yourself and and sort of uh, i love how parties have become more diy today right you can do whatever it is almost like not a do it yourself but do whatever you want um of your own evening yeah i completely agree with you uh, it it sort of uh, takes things to the next level in a very comfortable way and i think as you get older especially <laughs> you crave that um tell me something can you um how how you are a wedding decor specialist so can uh, can you actually uh, translate the wedding decor details into a home affair of course i think one of a couple of things uh, i've learned from weddings that i apply at home is firstly the idea of playing with proportion and scale even in my own house i have a giant tree which sits in the middle of my living room um uh, it gets fairy lights for dinners it gets candles on it sometimes um on christmas it becomes like a feature tree for me uh, so just the idea of playing with scale um second i think the idea of hosting an event stays the same no matter where you are um making sure that your bathrooms are clean and there's a candle lit everywhere um there's a cheat code i do a lot at weddings that i apply at home is when you walk into a space the lights are all off there's just warm moody lighting and just candles are on and as the evening sort of progresses you sort of turn on the lights you um move things around uh, so i think those are just some of the things that i've ended up bringing home from weddings um also the idea of being able to constantly change a space um so i love playing around with like i keep redoing my cushions i keep redoing my furniture um when i have people over i make sure that if there's five people coming over there's a seat for all five of them and i move our extra furniture or i bring in another furniture piece from another room and those are all things that i have learned from weddings the idea of um of spaces that can be changed around and made to feel more intimate or made to feel more grander Well grand is a rare thing when you live in a big city in India and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are probably rolling their eyes right now and are like okay of course <laughs> <laughs> if you have a big house you can host at home so I actually want to start with uh, asking you for tips and ideas if you live in a small city big small apartment in a big city how can you make this uh, you know a, a beautiful space to host people say for for the season that's coming up diwali and christmas or new year's eve i think firstly make sure there's a space for everyone to sit and it doesn't matter if it's a chair or a sofa or just cushions on the floor or a spot for them to be comfortable in i think that's the first thing secondly uh, make sure that your furniture which is proportionate to your apartment if you have a small apartment i hope half your living room is not a sofa right to just make sure that you're bringing in pieces that that you can sort of move around to create more intimate spaces um i love cheating when i'm entertaining at home so when people come in uh, no matter how big or small my apartment is my coffee table will always have candles and food to eat uh, and the rest of the lights will just be dim so if you don't want to draw the eye to uh, things you don't want them to see they're just like in the dark and i have lamps on and a candle in the middle uh so of course those are some things to entertain in a small apartment um the other thing is i think it's very important to keep people in a certain amount of portion of your house uh, so make sure that that your bar is handy make sure your food plates are handy um and make sure that you have furniture which is versatile 
um, I remember I styled something for Beautiful Homes with You where I converted a bookshelf into a bar, right? I literally like cleared out some shelves for books and put a bar in there or put like glasses in there. So make sure that even if you have a small space, you have things that you can move around and swap around so that you have, even if you don't have a dining table, for example, even if you're converting your coffee table, uh, into a space where you can sit on the floor and have dinner or have food or things that you can pass around. Um, I think as long as you have versatile pieces and you can look at your pieces and see how you can use them differently, um, the size of an apartment or a space doesn't matter when you're entertaining. Yeah, I love that thing that you did for us. You know, converting a bookshelf into a bar is something we would have never thought of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, what are some of the... Uh, Give me a shopping list, you know, just before a party, you have three days to go. In terms of decorations, what are you going to go out and buy? Um, candles. Uh, first thing, fragrant ones, ideally. Uh, paper towels for the bathroom, I think it's extremely important. Um, enough glasses and plates and spoons. I think we're too old to have plastic uh, plates in our home anymore and, and it's just not sustainable anymore. Uh, so make sure that you have like the right amount of cutlery crockery to go around. Um and just comfortable cushions, I think, to add some color and fun to the room. Um, I always like to pick out that one decor piece that will make a difference. It could be a bright, it could be a bright bunch of bright bouquet of flowers. It could be some colorful cushions. It could be a fun rug or a throw. Just something that that elevates your living room into something more special. And uh, you just spoke about avoiding plastic because it is not sustainable anymore. So, any other switches that we can make in our decor decorations that are more sustainable? Paper is beautiful and you can reuse it. Uh, so, for example, I have a I have some paper flowers which I use on my tables very often in case you don't have time to go out. Um, I've also done a very happy switch of plants versus flowers and of dried, uh, of just like dried pampas, dried bajra, dried wheat. Uh, every time I need a centerpiece, I have something to park over there. Uh, on my desk right now, I have a beautiful bunch of dried lavender which is sitting in a vase. And for a dinner, I'll just move this one down to my dining table and I have a beautiful centerpiece without needing to step out of my home. Um, so I think if you keep some of these things around that you can swap and move around and make centerpieces, it's, it's, it's a lot more sustainable. No, I think and there is a certain beauty in dried twigs and dried of flowers course. and, you know, which we can explore, which can also work as... Or a fresh plants. Yes. Yes, and we know your house is a bit of a forest right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I can just walk to my balcony and cut fresh flowers or just bring in leaves because I live in Bombay, it's raining half the time. It's impossible to have flowers. It's always bad weather for flowers here. So I just walk into my balcony, cut some leaves and bring those in to just like make a drab corner slightly more happy. Mm, that's a lovely idea. So uh, taking ahead that point, any trending flowers or plants that we can, you know, bring home for the season? Uh, I think in terms of plants, anything with giant leaves, a giant proportion is very dramatic to have even in the middle of a coffee table. Um, I also love using herbs as part of my dinner tables. I think it's very cool to just be able to pluck some rosemary or some dhania and, and sort of add it to your centerpiece. Please, please tell me um, a little bit of, about the dhania because that's interesting. How do you, Why not? I mean, yeah. you can nothing. Just keep potted plants or whatever herbs work with your food, and that you can pluck and use as part of your food while you're sitting on the table. Uh, I think that works very coolly as well. Um, I love also using fruits and vegetables as part of my centerpiece, just like a bowl filled with nebu and a little mogra is stunning as well. Um, and of course, there's a huge movement of uh, dried pampers, dried leaves, dried flowers that you can sort of always bring into your table and have around at home. 
Okay, tell me the basics of um, any in terms of equipments that you need to have home. I'm talking about as basic as say a corkscrew in your bar. What else do you need to have at home when you're hosting? A wine bottle opener. I can't tell you the number of times someone's walked in with a bottle of wine while I was in college, and we've not had a wine bottle opener at home. Uh, similarly, a beer bottle opener. Did you go for a shoe? Did you do the shoe trick? God, I didn't know the shoe trick. We've tried putting knives in. I've done a variety of things. We've tried putting it in hot water, cold water, some nonsense. We've done it all. Uh, till someone very politely gifted me a wine bottle opener and I've had the same one for the last 10 years now. Uh, but bottle openers, of course. Um, proper glassware. It doesn't need to be fussy. You don't have to have 30 different kinds of glasses. But depending on what you normally serve and drink, just some beautiful glasses because I think it makes a world of a difference to drink in a nice glass. Um, I think one of the places we overlook the most when we're entertaining at home is a bathroom. Every guest that walks into your house is likely to use your bathroom. So make sure your bathroom's clean. There's fresh towels in there. There's a fresh candle in there. In fact, if you have 30 minutes for a guest coming in, the first place you should run to is your bathroom to clean it. Because everybody, especially if you live in a large city like Bombay or, or even Delhi, um, guests walk in and they're like, can we use the bathroom, right? So just make sure that that room's nice and clean. Um, and I think it's always handy to have either pretty plates or pretty napkins or pretty mats, one of the three or all of the three, that you can quickly put on a table to make it festive. Um, I always also really like putting out a nice like cheese board or just like a hummus pita or hummus crackers or something on the coffee table. I think as soon as you walk in and you see a warm bowl of food and warm lighting, I think it's a win for a party. So make sure you have all of these things handy. Uh, the other thing in college I didn't have and, I, and it was rather embarrassing is toothpicks. Most of us don't have toothpicks at home anymore. And, and I think it's horrible when someone walks in and says you don't have a toothpick. Extra garbage bags. All practical things that you'll need if you're entertaining at home. Yes, th that list is definitely <laughs> practical. And one more practical yeah. thing, since we, since you brought up the bathroom, one thing is to have it clean, but one thing is also to make it seem warm and decorate it a little Correct. bit. Any tips for that? Correct. Um, I always have a small lamp in the bathroom or a diffuser or some kind, one for smell, one for light, uh, because most of us have very harsh lighting in our bathroom or bright lighting. I'll shut the main lights and I just leave a lamp on. Um, so a, even if your bathroom is not the cleanest and not the nicest looking, just fresh towels, the lamp, make it very warm and still you have enough light to be able to use it and it feels like a warmer space to come to. Versus going from a room which is be beautifully lit to like white lighting on top. White light, yeah, that's a conversation we need to have. <laughs> 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 but I think I think your main tip through all of this is to... Uh, dim the lights wherever you you're confused about how to make it look good just dim the lights. correct light. and if you and if you can't dim the lights my living room has a variety of lamps with it so depending on where we're sitting you can turn and turn off whatever lamps you need because the fact is most of our living rooms double up as living i mean most of our entertaining spaces double up as living spaces so it's impossible to keep them a certain way so just make sure that you have a couple of lamps you can bring in to create the mood you would if you were in, being entertained outside of home. Let's come to food. What do you prefer generally at parties like finger foods, buffet or a sit down dinner? I think it depends drastically on who you're entertaining and what you're entertaining for. Um, when I have friends over for a casual evening, um, I like it to be things that are easily accessible and not fussy to eat. People can help themselves. Uh, 
there's glasses by the bar i want to have fun as well i want to have good conversation as well uh, so i don't want to keep running to my kitchen to heat things or bring a glass or bring a stirrer or a wine bottle opener so i make sure i put things out so um i am very happy with a uh, with a finger food or just like a single meal like a single biryani or a single uh, pav bhaji or a pasta sort of meal um when we entertain more formally for example we have a christmas dinner i love a sit down meal uh I, whether it's served or whether it's family style i think it's beautiful to be able to and and it's also a huge luxury to be able to have a sit down meal where everyone can sort of sit together and, and break bread and have a meal together um but i think if you can't accommodate a sit down meal a buffet works brilliantly as well um as long as you make sure that everything is available and accessible i'm a huge fan of buffet because it it makes sure that people can have conversations you brought up christmas as well so how would you uh, you know differentiate the decor of course there is a big difference in terms of having a tree and everything else but in terms of just in general decorations how would you change it up from a diwali uh, decor to christmas or new year's eve party So my house goes through a full overhaul between October and December this year. It will go through. I mean, color palettes change, cushions change, everything changes. Um, but I think for Diwali, also for me, decor should be such that lasts over a period of time. Because when I'm entertaining at Diwali or for Christmas, I have people coming over all week. Uh, my home is not large enough to have one giant party, which means every night there's someone coming over to just like sort of see us or wish us or for a meal. Um, So A I think it's important that decor should last. So I think the first thing that differentiates is of course colors and materials uh but also fabrics. So I have a separate set of cushions in my reds and my um gingham checks and things that I pull out for Christmas and for Diwali all my beautiful brocades and my silks sort of come into my living room it's a lot happier. Um for Diwali I love using Indian flowers they last longer. So literally in all my vases all my jars I just have urlis filled with genda gulab and more crowd throughout the week uh, for christmas of course i have the tree i bring in fresh leaves uh, christmas for me is more red green more moody more inky and diwali is brighter uh, mithai is my favorite decor it's my favorite food as well which is why i look like this now <laughs> i i am obsessed with like mitha so i make sure that there's jars of food you know, which doubles up as decor beautifully so on on christmas i have candy and i have um a variety of cake on diwali i have all my mithai that i sort of put our arrangements so i think just aesthetically they're both slightly different oh i love that idea very different yeah. sorry, not slightly yeah i love the idea of having food and food as decor because then you can it's not going to waste ultimately then <laughs> it's eaten Correct. up right i mean you're eating it <laughs> yeah 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 and 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 for festivals especially in india you are going somewhere to eat i mean food is a very important part of celebrating and entertaining and hosting in india I mean you can have a beautiful house you can have a beautifully set table but if the food's bad or not nice or you haven't thought enough about the food then it's a it's a failing party. Yes and this about the uh, theme of the decor but have you ever in your uh, party invites made people dress up for a theme do you believe in themes or do you I, just So it's really odd because the one thing that's not common about uh, the weddings I design and the way I entertain at home is themes. Uh, I think a wedding should be far more personal it should be you should be the concept. but when i'm entertaining at home i love theme parties i mean it is as personal as it can get so i remember i came back from a holiday from mexico so i had a mexican theme party for my birthday and i remember carrying uh, a whole bunch of like curios i picked up like cactuses and things and i'd got buntings and i strung them and i served a mexican meal and it was really fun um 
everyone dressed up as i think for another friend's party we threw uh, almost like a kid style fancy dress so everyone uh, dressed up as like pop stars and some came as artists and it was it's a lot of fun especially if you're entertaining the same group often i think to mark out a special occasion like a birthday or an anniversary it's always interesting to do something different um and we love dressing up so i think if you can bring it to food if you can bring it to clothes and the decor it's very cool Oh yeah, that's such a great idea, and that's really hard to t- uh, do in an outside setting, right? A theme party is so much correct. easier. Correct. I mean, home. you don't want to be correct. I mean, you don't want to be dressed as a unicorn or as a as Frida Kahlo outside your house. Like people be like, suddenly imagine walking in, imagine walking into a restaurant where like ten people are randomly dressed up, and everyone's like, "What the hell is happening on that table?" <laughs> uh, but it's it's so much fun to do these things at home. um it's so much fun to be able to play games at home as well which i actually also love for special occasions and it could be anything from a uh it could be like I, we've done treasure hunt with alcohol bottles and cupcakes at home uh we've that done that sounds like the uh, perfect game <laughs> <laughs> there is no better game um, correct we we've, we've played mystery we've played uh, so many other cooler party games that you can um there also great great ice breakers for a audience that is not familiar with each other also and and i think very often you just reduce to playing the music loud uh, even when you're entertaining at home and that's the one thing you can choose to opt out of when you're entertaining yes i was just going to ask places. you is just uh, having a party and with food and music a bit lazy do you need to plan something else in terms of entertainment uh it depends on the occasion i think sometimes it works uh but sometimes it's fun to spice things up also right and to do something different especially if guests are not expecting it every time i've done something different i've realized everyone's loved it uh no one's ever walked up and said we had a horrible evening <clears throat> i think everyone wants to do different things and and if you can think of them it's super fun i i cannot believe with you and joseph being hosts <laughs> that anybody can have a horrible evening <laughs> Uh, okay. um, I have a friend who we walked up to, whose homes you were invited for dinner, and she had a lovely sushi class for everybody. So she's like, "Very nice. You all turned up. Now make your own goddamn dinner." And we had so much fun because we had wine. Everyone was around the dining table. There was only uh, three couples, but we made our own sushi. Uh, we messed it up. I think it instantly elevates your evening to just being. Uh, a dinner i think i think that's what separates a dinner from a party right uh, you're you're able to do more and like you said especially if you are meeting the same people you know again mm-hmm. it does help change things up so how many sets of cutlery and crockery do you personally have like do you have like different sets for different occasions a glam set or a simple set or an indian set i'm a bit embarrassed to answer that because i recognize i have a problem and i have too much uh it's also something i enjoy collecting from when i travel so which means i have a large collection um but i have what i call staples for example i have a set that works brilliantly for uh, indian food so i have a lovely kansa dinner set and you can have a steel plate set also whatever but one set that works great for indian food i have one set which is for my christmas entertaining and things like that which is a more special sort of dinner set for guests um <clears throat> and then i have a collection of staples which is like basic cutlery crockery that you can mix and match and and do something interesting with so now a very practical question where do you store all of your crockery cutlery party <laughs> accessories all of it i have a lovely cupboard 
which has all my party linen, which has all my plates and cup uh, and cutlery, and it's all it literally sits next to my dining table. Um, I'm a huge believer of using my best plates every day. I don't have I have one set which is what I call my party set, uh, but I literally eat in my nicest plates every day because I don't believe in the idea of saving for a good day. Uh, and I think it's important to use your best things yourself. So I make sure that I have like a lovely set that I can use every day myself. A little bit of a diversion. Do you do that with your clothes as well? Because I save my best clothes for like the for an event and it, they never get used. I wear pajamas every day. That's my go-to outfit. Uh, and that's why I enjoy entertaining at home because I can sit in my pajamas and just say it's a pajama party now. There we go. So pajama <laughs> party is your favorite theme, isn't it? <laughs> Correct. Or you have the option of dressing well at the start and at about once a party starting to wind down, walk in and change into a comfortable set. Um, what I do have is a cupboard of spare pajamas for friends to borrow. So everybody can be comfortable and, and like spare chappals and socks that people can get into because to me, a good party is judged by the amount of time friends and families spend over there. This has been your best tip so far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so then lastly, let me ask you like a fun question. Who are your ideal party guests? I mean, I'm sure your friends won't mind if you don't pick them, but dead or alive, I'm expecting famous <laughs> people uh, in your guest list. Okay. Um, I'm thinking I have a long list, but I'll have, I'll start with a Salman Rushdie, a Muzaffar Ali and a Rebecca Solnit for conversation. Um I'd call in a Nigella or any other chef who's available because in the hope that they'll bring food because I can't cook to save my life. Um, and then I'd love to have like a Lucky Ali or a Beatles or someone who can offer to sing at the end of the party and make it like upbeat and fun. Very I think it's a cool party. Yeah, I think a very practical list and I'm imagining <laughs> all of them in your spare yeah. pajamas right now. <laughs> oh my God. That's it. That's, not, that's my dream. And please invite me also to this one. <laughs> we will we'll, we'll live stream for you. I'll, 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 I'll sell tickets for this party. That's it. Because it's can. going to be epic. You can. People will buy. It'll be epic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Devika. This was Thank fun you. as always. And um, Thank you so much. I wish you a happy wedding season ahead and lots of parties in your house with pajamas. As the home became the centre of our universe in the lockdown, we grew to become house proud. A house party now is not just about entertaining. It is an opportunity to make your favourite people feel special and connect with them in a more meaningful way. It really isn't about the size of your house, but how creative you're willing to get. We hope this conversation was helpful. You just listened to the Let's Talk Decor podcast with your host, Rachna Nakra. Follow our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Let's Talk Decor is an initiative from beautifulhomes.com, which is India's largest decor and design platform and is a part of Asian Paints. Beautiful Home Services brings customized interior design to everyone 
allowing clients to create their dream homes with expert designers with the end-to-end management guarantee that's part of Asian Paints. If you'd like to know more about Beautiful Home Service and everything else under the decor category in Asian Paints, then do log on to beautifulhomes.com. This episode of Let's Talk Decor is produced by Nikhil Dintakurti and sound design partner Smart Voice Studio.